This week's podcast brought to you by the Beefy Boys. Three cool dudes hanging out talking about music, video games, and sports, and anything else that hits our fancy. Uh, yeah, check them out at www.beefyboys.com or on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Yeah. If you love their logo, you can buy their merch, www.cafepress.com slash beefyboysmerch1. And oh, baby, you know you're going to find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Find us on Twitter at beefy underscore boys, and you can find us on Instagram at official beefy boys because it is official. Make us blue check marks, keep following us, and you can find us on Facebook at the Beefy Boys. Ladies and gentlemen, it's Beefy. What up, Nuggaheads? Welcome to episode 106 of the Beefy Boys Bud Club. I'm Joe, and I'm joined here with Vito. What's up? And that's it. Christian is dodging us because he, uh, the Seahawks last last week, and he doesn't want to get ragged on for losing to the awful Giants team. I still can't believe they lost. I'll do the NFL roundup. Okay. The uh, hope I had of the NFC East champion going like 5-11 and 11 seems to be evaporating because the Giants have won four games in a row. And last week, the Seahawks, or the uh, Washington football team, TM, beat the undefeated Steelers which in one of the biggest upsets like ever. So great. Now they both are five and seven and they're probably going to end up like seven and nine or eight and eight. And that's boring. Cause that's like a normal record for a shitty division winner to have. And it's not five and 11. It <laughs> 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 would have been so much better. Oh, well, say la vie. All right. That's our football roundup. Football, football roundup. What you've been up to Vito? Um, playing wow, working, yeah. And uh, How's the new job? Good, good so far. I like the people there. The job itself isn't that bad, even though it's with kids. Yeah. Are you not and, a uh, fan of children? Not really, but mm. you know, it doesn't seem to be that much of a of a thing, really. I mean, you know, you get the crying kids when you give them shots and all that stuff, but like, have you ever had to really like, pin bad. one to the bed? They give them a shot. They had to do that to me when I was a kid because I hated needles. That's just standard practice. Really? Yeah, yeah. The, the parents are supposed to hold the arms while the uh, person giving the shots are supposed to hold the legs. <laughs> the kid's just bawling his eyes out. Oh, my God. No, I mean, like, even if they're not bawling their eyes out, that's just standard mm. practice for doing it. Because, you know, if they kick a leg or g- grab the needle or something, you know, that's bad, yeah, bad news. That's true. That's true. Thrash about. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I just even as an adult I don't like getting shots. I'll just look away though. Just let me know when it's happening. I'm gonna turn my head. Even before I started doing this, I at some point in my early earlier twenties, I guess, I, I just stopped like it it stopped being bad. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Like I I could I could just like you know, I know what's coming and if I don't hype it up it doesn't like Feel bad, I guess. Hmm. And like every every now and then, like this year's flu shot hurt, but it hurt like not because of the shot, but because it's um, vaccine. The, because of the like makeup of it, I guess, or whatever. Yeah, my arm was sore for like a day and a half, but our was fine. Mm-hmm. And mine was sore for a while. I think it also has a lot to do with who gives it to you, though. 
Yeah. Um, because there's like um, a method to like making it hurt a lot less. Mm. But like You're the person I went to just kind of like stuck it in me, shot it in, and then pulled it out. And I'm like that cartoon witch at the Safeway Clinic on Halloween. Maybe it wasn't the most <laughs> skilled. Yeah. <laughs> vaccine yeah. Totally. <laughs> Oh man! Oh man! I tell you, they closed the Safeway in my neighborhood, and the Walgreens. So, oh like, wow! There's like that was the closest grocery store. We would never go there because it was complete trash. But like, it's getting anywhere to buy, like you know, any convenient store is getting further and further away from where we live. Like you legit can't buy anything without getting in your car at this point, basically ridiculous summer there's like a little indian shop which has some stuff but i miss living next to a 7-eleven so i could get my big gulps at like 10 p.m every day <laughs> you know it got to the point i was going to that 7-eleven when i lived in bella there was a 7-eleven not in the parking lot but across the street from the parking lot you know yeah. I don't know if you're, how familiar you are with Ballard geography, but I lived right across from the locks in the like brick building complex. Mm-hmm. And there's a Redfin, or not a Redfin, a Red Mill, and a um, uh, 7-Eleven right there. I'd go there like every day to the point where like the cashier lady, the clerk, she recognized me. And when I went away for three months to go fishing, when I came back, she's like, I haven't seen you in a while. I don't know that I want to get a regular <laughs> at the 7-Eleven, but so be That's it. funny. So be it. It was very convenient. It was a convenient store. Yeah, there you go. I think we need to adopt more of like the bodega model like they have in New York City. Oh, Just yeah. Just like a super tiny storefront. The guy runs out of his house, you know. His mm. cat shows up and you can get cigarettes and porn magazines and random fruit you never heard of in this tiny, <laughs> tiny, tiny shop. <clears throat> That's really funny. It's just frustrating having to go so far. I know these are such such adulting problems, you know. I mean, I just get everything delivered, so. Yeah, this is expensive. <laughs> it's expensive. Not really. We like going to the grocery store. It's enjoyable. Well, yeah, I mean, if you if you enjoy it, then, you know, there you go. But well, I mean, I for me, to... it's it's like... It's super easy and super and, and like pretty cheap to just like get Kroger delivered. Yeah, and the other our um, um, gets most of our stuff at the food bank anyway. Like, cause she's there three days a week, so she always yeah. is bringing home cool stuff. So, really, all we go to the store for is Lacroix, and I don't trust the delivery apps because they always fuck it up, or they'll say they have something in stock when they don't, which is even more annoying. Yeah, I feel like that's yeah. mostly been a problem uh, just because of the pandemic. Yeah, because well, like not not uh, not only is there tracking systems then like, well, it's, I think it's more um, of the people themselves, right? It's well, it's the people who are the problem. Yeah, that's true. Like the people like going in and buying like the entire stock in the same day, yeah. and then like also the fact that like. There's a lot, of, like, so many people that were out of jobs that decided to do Instacart yeah. or whatever now. That, like, nobody really knows what they're doing or how or their, or their way around a store. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I know. You can tell. <laughs> mm-hmm. 
you can tell. Same thing with Postmates. It's like, have you never done this before? Like, yeah. Especially when they'll like call you from your driveway and be like, you got to come get your stuff. I'm like, no, the expectation is that you bring it to the porch. It's raining and yeah. I'm not wearing shoes. <laughs> yeah. Also, like, freaking, I have like a, a gate, right? Like, yeah. my, my like fence area or whatever in the gate. The gate's not locked or anything. Yeah. When you go into the dry, the, the carport to get to the gate and then to the door, right? It's, mm. it's pretty self explanatory for the most part. There's been so many delivery drivers over the years that just A, can't find our house for some reason, and B, like, leave the delivery outside the gate. It's like, you didn't even try to open it. Like, when I live, <laughs> well, okay, when I was delivering into the cart for two weeks, I always hated gates because I'm like, okay, why is there a gate? Is there a mean dog on the other side? Is there like an alarm system on this gate? Is that a simple gate I can reach over and unlock? Should I reach over and unlock it? You know? Because, you know, you'd be surprised. I got some deliveries where it's like, here's the house, and there's like, there's no front entrance, right? So you, you, there was, I just remember these two houses. There's one, like, first of all, the person wasn't home. It was like their babysitter and their kids. So I like left the stuff at the front door and I rang the doorbell and I'm oh, like, "Oh yeah, you told me about this one." The one's here, so I like start walking around and the babysitter's like, "Excuse me, who the fuck are you?" And I'm like, "I'm supposed to be delivering groceries, but uh, no one's here to pick them up." And I'm like, "Oh, just leave them." I'm like, "Well, they could have written that in the special instructions." Like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, then this other one, yeah, I, I ended up handing it to this guy like through his window because like I could not find a fucking door. <laughs> my god i've had so many people just like driving in circles around my little area to find my house i'm like it's the house next to the alley right this is such like a modern like you, you pass the street problem. and then i know right but like you pass yeah, your house the really isn't that hard to find right that you right there's like land, a landmark of the alley street. and yeah and and like i don't i don't know with the entrance of our house too it's literally just like the huge open carport and the, the giant porch that you can see. I mean, it's not giant, but you know, it's back when, back super when I would obvious. Pick you, pick you up when we did this in person, I would use the mulch pile and porta potty as my landmarks, although I know those are temporary. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I remember that. Yeah. That was funny. And then uh, when I used to live in the house with Vivian Colin, the delivery, I don't know what it was. I, something about like Postmates would direct them to the alley behind the house. Instead of oh, pulling to the front of the house, so they would always like circle the house past the alley. And I'm like, guys, just just bring it to me. Like I can literally see your car going around and down the alley and around and down the alley. It's like just you know, read the numbers. Yeah. Read the numbers. We got a letter delivered the other day, speaking of which. So our house is number nine oh five. And our you know, I had one second though. I, I think I have a theory. I have a theory that there's a lot of new drivers that don't know how to read addresses. Just don't know Be, how to because read. <laughs> or no, no. I mean, like, you you know how you um, evens are on like one side, odds are on the yes. other, and you can yes. count through and all that. They they probably don't know that and are just following the GPS, and the GPS goes like, you know, messes up general technology or whatever, right? And so they just get lost. I think that's what it is. Yeah. Or or if it's like, you know, they're Don't not used to, to understand that America to or something. Get it might be from a different country yeah, where they might have fair. different housing system too. <clears throat> that's fair. Do, so I like do feel like most people don't maintain their jobs as delivery drivers for long. So 
Yeah. <coughs> it's a constant new set of people. Mm-hmm. Man, I just, we need the glorious robot future. Like, I don't know. Uh, yeah, I don't know, that, man. Every but time also, I want, like, that, I really like when I order Papa John's because, like, there's this guy that I know because <laughs> he, he's been the same delivery driver who uh, delivered to us at our old apartment, too, because <laughs> we've been in, like, the same area, I guess, the delivery area. And so, like, you know, he always, like, makes it straight to, like, he knows what he's doing. He always makes it straight there. And, like, even during the pandemic, he just, like, leaves it right there and, like, you know, dings the doorbell or whatever, you know? You know, uh, do you know who David Chang is? Hmm? Do you know who David Chang is? He's a celebrity chef. He's a celebrity chef. He's Momofuku. Um, He's, like, in L.A. He's all over the place. He's on TV all the time. Anyways, is that like the? Him. Is that related to the restaurant that was downtown a few years ago? I don't remember if it's still there. Is there was there a Momofuku downtown? I don't know. It was something chain restaurant. I don't know. Oh, <laughs> maybe I don't know. He's he's all over the place. Anyways, yeah. I heard him on a podcast, and he was saying like the safest food to order at delivery is pizza, specifically, or uh, during the pandemic is pizza. Because those yeah. get to 400 degrees. And specifically, it's Domino's Pizza because they've been doing the online ordering system longer than anyone. They literally invented online order tracking. And if you go to a modern Domino's restaurant, there's like one person there. It's all robots. Like, you know, oh, yeah. like no one touches the food. Like, it's crazy. <laughs> it's crazy. <laughs> oh. Yeah, I remember here. like 10 years ago walking into a Domino's and there was like one person at the counter. Yeah, I don't even know, like, I don't, I don't even think the one by me has a walk-in area, you know? Mm-hmm. One of my students recently had to go to class from the Domino's. I forget why. I think he couldn't get the day off, but it was presentation day, so he's, like, in the Domino's kitchen. There's pizza boxes all around him. I'm like, well, this is different. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> oh. That's funny. That's funny. I just, like, I want... It would be so convenient if I could just order the thing and it comes to me. Or like Uber drivers, what if those cars just drove themselves, right? But I don't know, man. I keep hoping, I keep hoping that this will be the straw that finally just shows. Have a, just have an army of drones that delivers things. Yeah, but that that would ruin the economy of the working class. That's the problem. That's the that's the reason there isn't more autonomous technology now cuz we do have the technology. Amazon's been working on drone delivery for a decade. I mean, they have it, you know? Yeah, that that's why we need basic income so that people don't need to have jobs at the basic level. Well, and but, then you just have autonomy work for for the people instead of for fucking nothing. I know. It's but that is so against our ingrained American culture that is apparently unkillable even after, you know, a, a global pandemic wherein the leaders keep saying that it's more important to go to work even if it might kill you, you know? Like, those are literally things that they are saying, yet nothing it's changes. Ridiculous. It's crazy. I've been playing cyberpunk a lot, and the cyberpunk future is, like, capitalism extreme, you know? Mm-hmm. Like the corporations rule everything, and you know, so, I found so like, like right now. No, but like, yeah, but like twenty, like a thousand times worse. But, you know? So like right now, but with technology. <laughs> yes, exactly. It's it's very much the way it is now, just blown to its reducto ad absurdum. I believe is the logical yeah, yeah. fallacy. So like you know the. 
like I found like a data pad and the article was like best companies to work for in 2077. I was like, oh, this company just reduced their work day, work week to 80 mandatory hours. It's the lowest in the in the biz, you know, stuff like that. Jesus Christ. This company offers you a whopping six days off during the year. <laughs> Whoa, more than anyone. Like, okay. <laughs> Feels like that sometimes. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Dude, I'm so fucking... There's so many little things that I'm so fucking excited about working at this new place with the oh, yeah. medical, medical assisting. So first of all, it's a new building. That's cool. a fairly new, A fairly new building. So, that's, so it's super nice because of that. And then it also, the team here, the MA team, is the entire team from the place that closed down nearby. Oh, really? That's cute. That this was, that this was built instead of... And so they've been working to, like, make everything, like, super easy and efficient for themselves. Yeah. For the last, like, whatever, six years or whatever, I don't know. And so everything is, like, organized and in place and then labeled. And, I mean, it's also going from food service to medical, but still, it's on top of that, I feel like it's good medical, too. Like, I'm sure there's probably places that that aren't as good, you know? Yeah. And then, like, the place is closed on Sundays. You work four tens. That's the normal, and so you get three days off a week, and uh, which is kind of a little bit sucky for like trying to do things during the evening. But it's it's still pretty good. If I you never, uh, if you swing I never try and do things during the evening. I never, and I work four hour days. Like, <laughs> <you know? laughs> well, for me, it, it's it's just usually like raid nights and D and D and stuff that I've been oh, doing that kind of stuff. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, not like actually going out, out chores. I, yeah. I, I don't, I don't, I don't go out even before the pandemic. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> um, not to call myself out or anything, but, um, but yeah, it, it's really seeming like a really cool place. And then, like, they don't even have an ER at the location, so I'm pretty sure I'll have to double check. But I'm pretty sure you get like holidays off too because nobody's gonna come to the doc like make an appointment for the doctor yeah. on a holiday <laughs> so is it is it just like a like a general practitioner's office like a doctor's office is it like an urgent care clinic or what's the so deal? It, it 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 doesn't have the uh urgent care er stuff okay but it has like most other stuff so it has like you know specializations and um oh, so it's like a so medical you know, complex departments. yeah so it has like care uh, so for instance, I'm working in pediatrics, right? Okay. And then they also have the adults area. Um, and then they have, uh, you know, people who do dermatology and people who do, you know, other stuff. So okay. Okay. yeah, they each have their own little section. And then, um, currently the, the, because of the pandemic, they've separated into like two different wings, basically. Where the sick people go into one wing and the not sick people go into the doctors are going to the other wing. Okay. And so um, that's nice because then I don't have to work around COVID, which is really nice. Yeah, that's nice. Yeah. And, and then um, also, like, it used to be separated kids and adults, but now the kids and adults are not separated because they're mm. separating sick and not sick. Mm. Um. But so yeah, it's been I assume pretty, you don't have like race car beds and like clown paintings everywhere if it's just more of a generic 
wrestling. Well, it, it, I feel like it's always been pretty generic because I've, I've looked around the entire area and okay. none of it's like super, super kiddo related. Yeah. I mean, <coughs> yeah. Like we hand out stickers and stuff, but it's not like themed for kids or anything. It's not like a pediatrics complex or something. I don't, is that real? I don't know. that. I, I know it, they, it's in movies and stuff, but I don't know if real hospitals actually do that. You know? they, they, they might. I mean, not necessarily to that extreme, but they might do something similar. The only time I, I've seen I don't something know. I feel like, like that. Seattle Children's Hospital is no, a big true. enough children's yeah. only thing that they might do something that's like a regional, that. You know? That's like a regional hospital, man. People bring their kids from all over to Seattle Children's. You know? Well, sorry, I didn't mean like it wasn't regional. I was just saying it's children only. Yeah, yeah. So, true. so they probably would be more likely to do a like yeah. children theme stuff going on. Yeah. The only time I've ever seen anything like that is when I was getting an MRI because they thought I had like liver disease when I had kidney stones, and the ceiling was those like drop tile, drop panel things, and I noticed one of them was painted like a like a like a horizon with a road leading into it. I'm like, well, that's weird. And then they put me in the machine and that's the panel that's directly above your head. So like, <laughs> I get to look into the distance in this lovely one painted tile. Like, okay, sure. I don't get claustrophobic, y'all. You could have just locked me in this t- magnet tube. It's cool. <laughs> oh, man. <clears throat> fun, fun. And you can just walk to work. Is that close? Oh, yeah, it's in, in, it's in University Village. Oh, that's convenient. That's yeah, convenient. so it's like a 15-minute walk. It gives me an uphill battle on the way home, but that's probably good for me, honestly, because I don't really exercise much. Yeah. I was dentist is in the year Village, and I have an eye doctor appointment in the year Village tomorrow, next week. Oh. Next week. There you go. Next week. I'll let you know how it goes. Yeah. I've just been playing Cyberpunk a lot. Have you played it at all? Uh, No, I don't know. Have you seen the memes though? It's buggy as fuck. It's so no, I, I have heard it's buggy though. Buggy. <laughs> but it's so good. I found a hilarious bug. So my cat's trying to climb our coats again. I, I found a hilarious bug where I was uh, like putting on new pants because it's, it's very much like a Bethesda style RPG where you're like getting gear and like random shit all the time. I was putting on new pants, and when I took off my pants, like, typically it shows you in, like, your underpants. This time it just showed me completely nude from the waist down. And, like, <laughs> here's the thing. You can customize your dick. Like, Wait, three, what? Oh, yeah. There's three sizes, and uh, you can either be circumcised or uncircumcised. So, like, I played around with the dick I'm customization sure, I'm sure for Christian's going to love that. <laughs> just because, like, every <laughs> time you change the dick size, the dick, like, flops around. <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny. That reminds me of uh God, what's that the the like really funny, ridiculous like GTA clone that came out a while Saints ago? Row? Talking about Saints Row. Yeah, it reminds me of that because they, they had the same thing. I remember I <laughs> Saints Row I played as a woman with humongous boobs and yeah. she would just have tape over her nipples. So <laughs> she's doing like these kill shots, it's just like her giant boobs flopping. This game is so absurd. <laughs> yeah, it was pretty funny. Yeah. 
Oh, man. Anyways, yeah, I made our look at the floppy penises like five times. Like, what do you think of these pants? What do you think of these pants? And it's just like, it's just like okay, can we talk about the pubes? Because you can customize the pubes, too. And I made this, like, ridiculous, like, vertical stripe pattern that's bright green. She's like, why do they look so, like that? I'm so like, does, I chose that. Does this game have, like, complete nudity then? No, it, it literally has no effect on gameplay. It's a social commentary on the idea of body modification being meaningless and the cyberpunk future but it's just <laughs> so it, sometimes the pants glitch out and you can see your dick oh, oh. so funny it's crashed like maybe 15 to 20 times for me on my ps5 i mean i I haven't seen like the visual issues that you see in like the base ps4 but uh yeah. it has crashed a lot but i can't stop playing it like it crashes and i just boot it back up it's so good and it's like an RPG in the truest sense where like you go into a combat encounter or a mission and there's like a thousand different ways. And the more creativity you use, the better you're going to be. My oh, guy yeah. is basically a tech wizard. He uh, can hack anything, including yeah. people's implants. So like I'll, mm-hmm. I'll like stand up. It's like, okay, go raid this warehouse. I'm like, cool. Let's see. Is there a camera nearby? Okay. Hack another camera. Now I can access all the cameras. And from the cameras, if I can see a person, I can like make their optical implants reset so they can't see anything or have all their implants overheat so they catch fire, you know? <laughs> Basically <laughs> hacking people from across the map. Of course, then you can get nice. counter-hacked, which is never fun. And then they'll immediately spot you. <clears throat> but, yeah. I mean, it's they'd pretty, have to do that because that's really sweet. okay if they didn't. Yeah. <laughs> Well, you are limited, you know, your RAM is basically your mana, and it it takes a long time for it to refresh, and, you know, the expensive things cost like 8 or 9 RAM, and I only have 15, you know, <laughs> so. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I, I mean, I could sit in the corner and just, like, hack people all day, but it would just be, take, take so long. Yeah. Plus the weapons are fun. I like the weapons, too. The combat is okay. It's not great, but it's not it's not awful, you know. Yeah. But really it's the storyline that's that's really fun. Like I couldn't stop playing the main mission and then like I, I forced myself to stop because like it's shorter than people think. Like if you mainline that game it takes twenty ish hours. Just like, oh no, I want to do all these fun so, quests. How how's Keanu Reeves? <laughs> you know, he's in the game a lot. Like a lot. Way more yeah. than I thought he would be. He's the second most important character. Oh. And, like, Ara said it's really off-putting because it just looks like Keanu Reeves, but... Yeah. My wife is very much opposed, you know, the idea of the Uncanny Valley? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, she she falls victim to that. As totally. the games look better and better, the people creep her out more and more. <laughs> She's like, no, this still isn't right. That's funny. <laughs> Go back to Mario. He's the cartoon character. Um, yeah but he's in the game a lot and his acting is bad he has always been a bad actor I like him as a person I think he's a terrible actor (laughs) (laughs) yeah yeah but it's like so like I don't know if you played The Witcher 3 but the thing about The Witcher 3 and also now Cyberpunk is there are like map markers everywhere like the map is so dense with stuff to do yeah and like a lot of it is just like you know in the witcher it was like bandit camps or monster nests and the equivalent here is like assault in progress or you know like there's three levels of missions there's your main jobs those are your story missions those are your side jobs those are usually multi-step and character 
driven side missions. And then there's gigs, which are just like the local fixer wants you to steal a painting or something. There's basically no story attached. So a lot of them are like the gigs or like the crimes where you're just helping the cops solve crimes, which mostly are just involved beating up some people. But <clears throat> they're still all really good. And then sometimes you just find like random shit in the world like you would in a Bethesda game. Like I'll give you an example. I was driving my motorcycle to a mission and I was getting off the off ramp on the highway and I was going way too fast. So I couldn't control the turn. So I flew off the off ramp and landed in, I mean, it's basically California. Well, it is California. So I basically landed in whatever they call that fake river that runs through LA, you know, in the drainage ditch. It was like that. I landed in that. And at the bottom of this river was a car and a dude who who obviously had done the same thing. And if you go up to the dude, he has like a data pad on him where you can read his last few texts with his wife. And basically you can read him getting drunker and drunker and drunker until he crashes his car into that pit. So that means to me, just thinking from a game design perspective, that someone was like, oh, people are going to crash their cars right here all the time because if you go through this highway too much and try to make this turn, your car is going to fly off and land right here. What if we put... An Easter egg here to find. I'm like, that's pretty cool. There's stuff like that everywhere. <clears throat> pretty, pretty cool. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Yeah. I've always that. really liked the uh, Witcher-esque game, like, gameplay. Yeah. That's, uh, like those op- uh, open worlds, but they have like a ton of stuff to do just like yeah. around. Yeah, yeah, Cause, like, yeah. When it's a like Skyrim and stuff, I just would get bored after the main story's over. But yeah. to be fair, uh, I mean, I haven't really done that much of The Witcher outside of the main story too. Mm. I'm, I'm just a main well, story the main, person, the main story in The Witcher is like a hundred hours long. That's <laughs> yeah, that too. <laughs> I was well, it's also like uh, Shadow of Mordor. Like I, I beat yeah. that game in like twelve hours, and then I was like, well, I don't really want to do other side stuff. The game's fun, yeah. but I was here for the story. <laughs> I was a little worried that, um, that's what I'm looking for. It's all in the one city, you know, but the city is pretty, pretty varied. Like the city center is all like big skyscrapers. And then like where you start the game is basically Chinatown. And then like my, I went to a part that looked like, you you know, like Queens or I trying to think of like, like your neighborhood, basically it's all like houses and stuff, you know, you can go out in the badlands too. I had to do it. One of the quests you get pretty early on is to uh, help the autonomous, so basically Uber, but the vehicles are all self-driving, and the handful of their AIs have gone rogue, so you have to go, like, retrieve them, and they all have, like, a different personality disorder, so it's pretty, that's a pretty interesting quest. That's funny. So a good reason to explore parts of the city, because they're basically combat-free, so even if it's, like... Like, content is level-gated, but not it's not directly level-gated. It doesn't tell you what level it expects you to be, but it gives you a danger rating. So, like, you know, right. something your level will be moderately dangerous. Something way beyond you will be very high danger level. Something you're overpowered for or very low. So, And, and it's clear the areas are level-gated, but it's not, like, in a direct, you know, line. This is pretty cool. Yeah. I just like the the universe, although it is, like I said, very much like capitalist nightmare. The game's just cool. It has a sense of cool. Yeah. There's a lot of of sex in that game. 
not like you having sex. There's just like advertisements with boobs and you spend a lot of time. <laughs> advertisements. In various, yeah, you spend a lot of time in your various nightclubs and doll houses, which are basically brothels, except for yeah. dolls are robots. Yeah, it's a lot of that. A lot. <clears throat> It's really fun. I can't wait to go play it some more and have it crash on me. <laughs> it was, uh, sometimes the crashes are useful, you know, because it was like 1 a.m. last night, and I'm like, I really should go to bed soon, but I can't stop playing. And then the game crashed like right as I said that, and I'm like, all right, I guess that's my sign. Time to go to yeah. bed. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I also have another mission I've been on. Speaking of video games with quests. Oh, I should say it, it's, it, it plays a lot like a Bethesda game, but with those Witcher game sensibilities. So like the map is full of exploratory question marks, but in the moment to moment, like you're in a first person perspective and everything is lootable. Like everything <laughs> you, you level up your skills by performing the task. So it's in your best interest to run and jump around the whole map to level up your, Athletics and acrobatic skill, for example. You know. Oh, that's funny. Yeah. Do you do a lot of like really cool parkour? Or? No, you do a little, um, but not like a lot. Although there is an implant you can get that lets you double jump. Oh, that's cool. I just got the implant that lets me have like a whip in my arm that I can take out at any time to beat up any. I was about to say, is there any like zip lines or whips or something that you can attach to yourself? No, there's no like, there's no like grappling hooks or anything it's very much like if you want to get up a level you have to climb it yeah i think that's a lost opportunity yeah oh and quests can fail too and you don't get a second chance which is nice to see you know yeah i had one quest that was like uh go to this range it's a target shooting contest and i came in third place so i didn't win anything and i just failed that quest <laughs> but others that were have more Serious consequences than not winning a prize, but you know. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Curious, like I, I, the reviews I read online said, like the side quests you complete do have an effect on the main story towards the end. I wonder how that's going to be. I'm probably going to play through it at least twice because I'm probably going to play through it again when the PS5 version comes out, and God knows I, when. But I'd imagine it's probably one of those things where it takes into account all of the things you did and then like there's only like three separate endings though. Well, yeah. Or the, or even two. Kind of like Red Dead. I picked the corpo background so my guy starts out as like a shitty corporation guy and I've been trying to role play as that but like I'm so bad at being shitty. Yeah. I'm always just so kind in these games. I've always I've always thought like oh I'm going to play the bad guy this time and yeah. I can't. Yeah. And suddenly he just has a heart of gold you know. It's like oh man. No, you were supposed to do bad stuff. It's like one of my friends was talking to me about playing Red Dead, and I was like, and he was he was like, oh yeah, why did why didn't you just play a bandit? I'm like, well, because it sucks, it's shitty. <laughs> well, and it, that's so not an Arthur Morgan's uh, personality. Arthur Morgan yeah. has a good heart, man. Yeah. Regardless of the choices you make. God, that game was so good. Yeah. Except that part with the Indians at the end was like, all right, can we wrap this up? We get it. That's just yeah. Like, it's going on for too long. Game Awards were this week. Last of Us Game of the Year. Shocking no one. There wasn't really... Oh, there was one big announcement. They announced the new Smash character. Did you see who it was? Yeah. 
<laughs> what a weird choice. Sephiroth in Smash. I, I mean, know, it's this not month, a weird choice. Cloud's already in it. I know, but like the thing. I know. Do you, have you played a lot of Smash? I know you have a Switch now. I don't know if you've played Smash. I, we played it for a while. I mean, I've, I've never been really that good at it. So, yeah. I, I, you know. The single player campaign is like extremely long, and then you think it's done, and you realize you're only halfway through. By the way, so I don't know if you played it, but uh, it's humongous. Anyway, the thing about that game is like it's very much like a video game museum at this point. But like Square was so restrictive of the kind of stuff that they could put in. Like, so once you start unlocking stuff, you can pick what song plays on the stage, and they're always songs related to the, you know. Uh, Stage, so there's like 10 or 15 Mario tracks. There's like every Sonic track you could have. But for the Final Fantasy stage, there's two. There are two tracks. <laughs> there's those spirits you can collect, which are basically like... Uh, I mean, they, they, they give you buffs in the single-player mode, but basically they're just like little trophies or cards. And there's like hundreds and hundreds of these. There are zero from the Final Fantasy universe, right? So it's like Square's, wow. it's, sure, Cloud's in the game, but barely. There's not really a Final Fantasy presence. And now they're adding Sephiroth? So you want two Final Fantasy yeah, VII characters? They, they literally are just getting paid a shit ton of money to put them in there. Yeah, maybe. Maybe they can actually get some some uh, spirits and music in this time. I was sad that Final Fantasy VII Remake didn't win any awards, of course, though. I forget his name, Nomura, Tetsuya Nomura, the Kingdom Hearts guy. I don't think he's ever going to win awards with his weird-ass Kingdom Hearts shit, you know? Yeah. Well, they might... I like that game. They might win awards with it once there's more of it out, but Mm, the intro... The game awards, yeah. The intro wasn't necessarily that great as a separate game. game I mean, the game itself... You're crazy. No, I'm talking about, like... Three times. (laughs) No, I mean, like, I played the game and it was fun, right? Yeah. But, like... It's not necess- I wouldn't necessarily call it, like, best game of the year or anything. No? What would you say is game of the year? The game of uh, the Shadowlands, game. duh. <laughs> That's an expansion. <laughs> oh, jeez. Plus, I don't think it was out in time. The cutoff is, like, December thir- or November 30th. Or I think it might even be, like, November 15th. Because they do it in early December, of course. Yeah. No, um, man, what, sorry, my, I just brain farted. What game were we just talking about? Final Fantasy VII Remake. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So the Final Fantasy VII Remake, um, it was a really good game. I binged it hard. It was really fun. But, uh, you know, I, I, I feel like knowing there's more to come, too, that, like, it's not necessarily, it, it's like, it's, it's very much an episode one. Yeah, where like episode two is gonna be really good, you it's know. Season one of an anime, maybe. Exactly, yeah. Where season one's kind of just the buildup. This felt like if it, it felt like it was definitely promising, but it was definitely just the buildup. And yeah. I'm super excited for it. the second one to come out. If it came out by itself, I might have thought it was pretty good, but it's also in parts, so it's hard to feel super good about a game that doesn't have an end yet, an actual end, you know. Where it just kind of like hung out and told you like, hey, here's the people. You know? It's, it's like the... Yeah. So so like, you know, it's really good. But like on its own, it's like, 
not not going to be as great as like when it actually has all the parts to it, you know. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. Yeah, I am a I really like it was so good. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's definitely really good. I definitely would place it in one in like my top 10 for sure. Yeah. Yeah. I can't even remember all the games that came out this year. It's been so crazy. It's yeah, it's been wild. I mean, the, I mean, the Game Awards specifically, the Jeff Keighley ones are weird because like he has no rules that the game has to come out this year. So like Among Us won a bunch of bunch of awards, oh, best yeah. mobile game and best multiplayer game. I thought that was super funny. For two years, yeah, yeah. There weren't really any other big announcements. I mean, there was a teaser for a Mass Effect game, which got me excited for a second. Then I remembered Bioware hasn't made a good game in ten years, and they're their head of the studio just quit, so I'm like, that game's gonna be trash, guys. I'm sorry, but that game's gonna be fucking trash. You almost knocked your yeah. juice over there, babe. <laughs> They're worth it. I have been on another mission, by the way. My other yeah. mission, besides just playing video games, we call this, are you ready, babe? Because I made this name up, I don't know that I've told you that. We call it the Avenge Joes. No. I'm gonna watch every Marvel Cinematic Universe movie by the end of the year. That's the plan. Wow. 20-something of them. Hey, I got through the entirety of Phase 1 this week. So, I well, yeah. I have like the last 20 minutes of Avengers to go. But uh, yeah, I feel, yeah. I feel like uh, we did something similar to that when Endgame was coming out. Yeah. I hadn't seen a lot of them. Like, looking at the list, I've seen like half of them. And I have to say... So, I'm going to do my reviews of all of the Phase 1 movies now. Starting with Iron oh, Man right. 1. Iron Man 1 is a vastly overrated movie. It's a That's fine great. superhero movie. The humor is very dated. Like, problematically dated. Tony Stark would get sued so fucking hard for the way he talks to women in his company. <laughs> it's bad. Well, it's kind of the story, though, is that he's like, kind of shitty in the beginning and then he gets better over time yeah that's fine i mean he's still kind of shitty towards the end even but he isn't more self-aware at least and is kind of joke kind of jokes does it more jokingly than afterwards than before whereas like before he was kind of serious about it yeah i don't know man there's a scene in like the it's very a, beginning when sort he's of like in the personal art you know he's in the like the the Humvee or whatever with the troops. Yeah. And there's like a lady soldier driving and he makes a joke about how he thought she was a man. And it's very, it just made me cringe. <laughs> I'm like, oh, this is bad. Yeah, I mean, and that's I, what it's supposed to do, you know? Yeah. yeah, yeah. It, it's not, uh, it's not the film. It's him as a character, you know? I suppose. I suppose. Mm. So, by the way, all of them are on Disney Plus except for three. So, the Hulk and the two Spider-Man movies are not. So the next in the sequence would be The Hulk, which I rented on Amazon Prime and immediately regretted because that is like the most boring movie I've ever watched. There is so much wrong with that Incredible Hulk movie. Did you see it? The one with Ed Norton? I did not actually it see is... any of the Hulk movies except for like the, what was it, 2000? The 2003, the Ang Lee one with, uh... God, who was the Hulk in that movie? I can't remember. I don't remember. I just Jennifer remember Connelly. watching it when I was a kid. 
<laughs> yeah, that was 03. <laughs> that movie was even worse. How do you, like, yeah, that's twice in our lifetimes. They've made two incredibly boring movies about a guy whose literal entire life is that he's big and green and likes to break stuff. Like, how do you make these movies so boring? <laughs> oh, my God. It's also weird because Edward Norton's the Hulk, you know? Like, first of all, that movie offended me because, like, I like to watch movies, especially superhero movies, as, like, a second screen experience, you know? It's basically background noise. But that movie, so much of it is visual storytelling where there's, like, no dialogue for long sections of the movie and you're expected to be paying close Weird. attention. And I'm like, this is fucking annoying. Yeah. Also, I mean, okay. I mean, I know the Hulk basically just groans, but come on. So basic plot of this terrible movie is Bruce Banner becomes the Hulk. This all happens in, like, the opening montage because yeah. everybody knows the origin story. He's hiding out in Brazil and he's working at, like, a energy drink bottling plant. Now, the conceit of this movie is that his blood has magic powers, so people are trying to steal it. So, like, anytime he bleeds, it's, like, a big deal. If that's the case, why would you hide in a place that is so likely to cause you to bleed, like a bottling plant? Why would you not get a job where nothing could ever cut you by mistake? (laughs) Because there's a plot line where he gets cut and some of his blood falls into one of the bottles... Which then Stan Lee drinks and dies. That's the Stan Lee cameo. That's how the government finds where he is in Brazil, right? Yeah. He's running away from Brazil. He finally gets back to the States where Liv Tyler, who plays his love interest, finds him. He's trying to break. So he has to break into the secret government. Well, okay. Liv Tyler is a scientist at a university. She's doing like government research, right? Edward Norton is trying to break into her computer to get the research because it's about him because he's looking for a cure. Now, in order to break into the lab, all he needs to break into this secret government research lab is to have known her password when they dated five years ago, because she's never changed it. And then he is able to bribe the two security guards with a pizza. So to steal this hypersensitive <laughs> government data, he needs a pizza, two pizzas. That, that sounds like a fucking password 90s from five film. years ago. I'm like, are you are you kidding? Are you serious? Like, she hasn't changed her password in five years. I, uh, okay, <laughs> and then just yeah, that two pizzas. Like something that oh, they would man. make from the '90s, you know, like those really old movies. Two pizzas, yeah. About like our old feeling movies now, <laughs> like old tech. Martin Starr makes the cameo in this movie. Bill from Freaks and Geeks or Gilfoyle from. Uh, uh, Silicon Valley as the lab tech who needs to be bribed with a pizza. He doesn't have any lines. He just holds up a piece of pizza, piece of pizza and smiles. Okay. (laughs) Weird choice. (laughs) So then after that, I mean, that's like the most exciting part, honestly, because then after that, like some of his blood gets stolen and they try and give the Captain America super soldier to this other guy, but it, it works a little bit, but then he gets crushed by the Hulk, so then he steals the Hulk's blood and becomes the Abomination, which is also a, a bigger green guy. And then they fight and blow up Harlem, and that's the end of the movie. It was so boring. It was so boring. Also, there's a great scene where like Liv Tyler is on a date with her boyfriend in the pizza place that the Hulk is using as like his hideout, and she catches glimpses of him through like the back window. And, like, she just, like, her boyfriend is telling this very boring story of something that's happening to him. She just literally gets up while he's in mid-sentence and walks away. 
And then she <laughs> finds Ed Norton and they leave together. So, like, what happened to the boyfriend? Is he still at that pizza place? <laughs> like, <laughs> did he leave? Oh, there's more to it, but I don't want to get into it. This movie is the worst. In the rankings I'm doing, it is currently last and will probably stay there. Now, next, next in the list is Thor. Did you ever see Thor? Yeah, I like Thor. I like Thor, too. Thor is a fun movie, although it's off-putting. This, like, almost Norse mythology thing, because I've been playing so much AC Valhalla, where they go more in-depth in the Norse mythology, mm-hmm. and I played the new God of War, so I'm like, I, I, I know I have a basic understanding of Norse mythology, and this, like, this version of it is just a little off-putting. <laughs> but, yeah, uh, totally. Yeah, yeah it, it definitely, um, the first movie definitely, like, suffers a little bit from them not really being used to it, I guess. Yeah. Like not really finding their groove yet. Yeah. But, I never, um, I like the, I like the, like at first I thought the, using the frost giants was cool. I never understood Lucky's motivation. I still don't understand yeah. Lucky's motivation. It seems, I mean, to I, mean I guess he's just a, a weird, but you know, yeah. Yeah. Like, all right. You discover that you're actually adopted and you're part Jotun. But then, why did you let them in in the first place? Like, am I honestly supposed to believe that you're so smart that you realize that if you interrupted your brother's coronation ceremony, he would then freak out and try and kill the frost giants, and that would cause your dad to banish him? Like, that's a lot of leaps of logic there. Yeah. But, okay. Yeah. Also, I was telling this to Ara. I need more information on how Mjolnir works. Because, okay, I get it. It was formed in the heart of a dying star. It's supposed to be too heavy for anyone except Thor to lift. But then how does it not crush the planet if it's as heavy as a star? How is it that he can place it on someone so that they can't move because the thing's too heavy to lift, but it doesn't immediately collapse their chest? Because, like, technology and, you know... Vehicles can't lift the thing, right? Yeah, I don't know. Is it? Just I think it's magic? one of those. Is the answer just things. magic? <laughs> I think it's one of those weird things where it's magic. Yeah, because like, you know, they try to mesh magic and technology, like, especially in the like second one or whatever, yeah. or was it the third one? I don't remember when. Like, uh, his girlfriend goes to. Uh, to the the place what's it Asgard? called? You're talking about Natalie Portman, who I did not realize was in this movie until I started watching. Yeah, I know, Natalie right? Portman. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, the second one, which I haven't gotten. Yeah, yet. and she's like, "Oh, you, you mean blah 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 fucking science words?" And they're like, "No, it's magic." Yeah. Or whatever. Yeah. So uh, I, you know, it might not make sense with science, but apparently they're doing it through magic anyway. So. Yeah. Yeah. After that, I watched the first Captain America movie. I had never seen it. It's fine. I did not expect the entirety of it to take place in the forties. But yeah, it was uh, it was okay. I don't really remember it that much. I remember really yeah, like that's kind of how I feel. One. It it's fine. No, the second one and the third one are good. The first one is fine. 
It's yeah, not a bad movie. I don't really remember the third one, but I remember liking it. It's you don't remember the Civil War? That's when they fought each other. Spoilers. Oh, yeah. That's what the third one was. It was the introduction of Spider-Man, too. Yeah, that was, that was a good one. I, was, I think that was... Yeah. And the second yeah. one was when Bucky comes back. Yeah, that, that one was really good, I thought. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, like I said, it's fine. It's fine. I didn't realize the story that he was supposed to be so puny at first, which was really off-putting because it's Chris Evans's face on such a tiny person. <laughs> okay. Yeah, it's pretty funny. <sighs> okay. Yeah. Oh, I skipped Iron Man two. Iron Man two was before Thor. Iron Man two is fine. I, honestly, on the second watch through, because I saw it in the theaters the first time, I'm like this movie is really boring. I liked it better the second time. It's totally fine. Although, I it does is that, have... Is that the one with the electric whip guy? Yeah, with whiplash, yeah. Yeah, yeah that Mickey, was, Rourke, Mickey Rourke is good. Justin Hammer is cartoonishly terrible at being a arms dealer. And the one thing that yeah. did drive me nuts is it's as though, like, if you look at Tony and Rhodey's relationship, it's like they learned nothing from the first movie. They're still having the same fights about the same stuff. It's like, guys, yeah. did you literally learn nothing from last time? <laughs> yeah. Uh, that's the only thing. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was off-putting seeing Terrence Howard recast as Don Cheadle. They could have at least used someone who looks like Terrence Howard or sounds like Terrence Howard. <laughs> nope. <laughs> Just a completely different guy. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Anyways, that's been the Avengers. <laughs> We'll see how far I get in this initiative. There's something like 24, 25 movies, and if I watch yeah, one movie one movie a day, I'll get there. And I know I can make it because <laughs> I have 11 days off between Christmas and New Year's. So. I forget, are there any more like Marvel movies coming out? Well, they delayed them all, so no, there were none released in 2020. But yeah, they have a bunch of announcements. Disney just had a big investor call where they announced like a hundred new projects, including a bunch of Marvel movies. Let's see. Let's see. MCU upcoming releases. Let's see. What do we got? What do we got? Come on. Come on. Load faster. Load much faster than this. Oh my god, this is cartoonishly slow. I hope we get to see more of Captain Marvel. She's open. I haven't spot. seen that one. Yeah, I know. That's the that's the thing, All right? She is. That's why they just kicked her out of the last Avengers movie till the end. So she would solve this problem in a snap, you know. Yep. Here we go. There's a Black Widow what, what movie I coming out like, in that, May. Like, I mean, it makes sense with a bunch of different things, but I still think that it it was kind of weird that she didn't just use the glove instead of Tony, because I feel like yeah. she would have survived with that giant energy power thing. Yeah. So I got the list here. 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, 19, 20, 23 so far. Next one's coming out in May. It's Black Widow. And then we have Shang-Chi and the Legend of Ten Rings. I have no idea what that's about. And Eternals. Okay. 
Yeah, I'm not like super interested in the non-superpowered people. <laughs> I was asking Ara about that too. Like, if you had to choose, oh, Captain Marvel two. There you go. It's on the docket for November 2022. Nice. There you go. I was, yeah, I was asking Ara um, if you had to choose, what kind of superhero would you want to be? Would you want to be one of the ones where you, uh, you're like an alien, like Thor or Superman? Would you want to be one of the ones where you've had or some sort of science experiment gone wrong, like Spider-Man or the Hulk? Would you want to be some sort of genetic mutation, like any of the X-Men? Or would you want to be a rich playboy inventor genius billionaire, like Batman or Iron Man? Uh, definitely Inventor Genius, because it seems like the easiest, most fun one. But those don't have, that, that, they don't have any superpowers, neither. Well, yeah, but they, they can basically mimic superpowers with technology, and then they also have money. So, like, if I was being the person, I, I would want to be the person who has a bunch of money and can, like, live comfortably and shit, yeah. Yeah. But if, if we're just talking about, like how cool the cool factor I'd probably be like the um, like the X-Men type because I feel like those are really fun and interesting yeah I don't know I think I would also want to be the playboy inventor everyone else's yeah, story I mean, is too tragic the, you know exactly yeah like like if we're talking about who I would want to actually be it's definitely the fucking millionaire inventor person like, but as Bruce far Wayne as can like just stop cool being factor. Batman, I mean, I know he can't because his conscience won't let him. But like, if he chose to stop being Batman, he's just not Batman anymore, you know? Yeah. Bruce Banner can't stop being the Hulk. <laughs> like, yeah. Same thing with every mutant, you know? They can't stop being mutated, you know? Yeah. That was the plot of that terrible uh, X Men Three. Have you heard what they're doing for the new Spider Man movie? By the way. Oh, I, is, isn't there a new Spider-Man in it? Well, there's like Tom, not, Holland. Not Tom, Tom Holland. Tom Holland is in it, but so is Tobey Maguire and Andrew Garfield. Oh, okay. There, it seems pretty clear they're doing some sort of multiverse Spider-Man thing. Because, like, Alfred Molina is coming back as Doc Ock, and, like, a bunch of the... Uh, Kirsten Dunst is coming back as Mary Jane, and emma stone is coming back as Gwen glenn stacy so they're just bringing everyone back who's ever been in a spider-man movie basically <laughs> oh that, that could be fun yeah i'm interested i am interested that one i, is coming I out. still need to watch the cartoon movie thing into the spider-verse it's on so netflix good. man it was good i watched it yeah i still need to catch up on freaking um mandalorian too i just have not been watching things lately the last few episodes were really good. And the thing that I always forget is they're like half-hour episodes. So There's like eight-episode seasons of half an hour. I mean, they're 30 to 40 minutes. One of them was like almost an hour. but So like five, six hours, you can bang out the whole season, you know? like yep. It's not like a 22-episode, 48-minute show or something. You know, it's eight episodes. The season's been good. Yeah, I've got to like sit down and watch it at some point. Yeah. How far behind are you? Did you watch the season at all? Hmm? Did you watch the season at all? How far behind are you? Season two? No. Did we talk about Baby Yoda's name? Because it was revealed. I heard about it, yeah. I don't think really that's dumb. a spoiler. 
It's really dumb. I agree, but people get so mad. Like, it's a spoiler. Like, the fact that he has a name is a spoiler. No, it's not. You guys don't understand what spoilers are. All right? Yeah. Spoiler has to do with the actual plot. And yes. this, despite what everybody <laughs> the thinks, baby, baby Yoda is not the plot. Having a name is not. <laughs> or Grogu. It's, it's a dumb name, but, yeah. 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 I think they should have just retconned it and called him Baby Yoda. They should have just called him Baby Yoda. Yeah, like Yoda Jr. or something. Like maybe he was. Uh, They've been insistent yeah, that his Yoda's name kid. is not Baby Yoda from the beginning. Oh, yeah, but they should, they probably with how popular it was, they probably should just retconned it or given it a name from the very beginning. Yeah. They really embraced how cute the that thing is in this season. Oh, for sure. I'm sure you've seen the him eating the egg or him eating the cookie. Yep. <laughs> That's the other thing. Somebody tried to tell me that the fact that he ate those eggs is a spoiler. And I'm like, look, if you think Baby Yoda eating a weird food is a spoiler for The Mandalorian, yeah. then you haven't watched a single episode. Because he eats a frog yeah. at the very beginning. <laughs> yep. <laughs> oh. exciting that's pretty much all i've been doing is watching avengers movies and playing cyberpunk i got into the avengers movies because by the way my wife asked me I was like what brought this on because i've been playing the avengers game a lot yeah i, mean, I, I remember it, it's, that it's not a good well they released the update too there's a new character hawkeye but not the clint barton Oof. hawkeye the, the kate the kate bishop hawkeye she's actually really fun to play really fun oh nice got all these oh yeah i forgot you like boring bow man I do. Bows are the best weapon. We've had this discussion. I don't know what it is, but I don't like, like, I find shooting to be boring unless it's a bow and arrow. I mean, to be fair, bows are better than guns. Yes. Guns are just so boring in video games. Yeah, like, super, I'll look super boring. Gun. Except, unless they do, like, fun stuff. Like the cyber Exactly, yeah, I was about to say. If you yeah, can have, like, status like, effects yeah. on your gun, like a la Borderlands or Cyberpunk, yeah, where yeah, that yeah. also sets people on fire or short circuits their electronics. Or I just got a new gun I haven't tried yet, but apparently it's a smart weapon. So the reticle is, like, half the screen, and the bullets will just hone in on your enemies. I'm like, well, that's good. <laughs> <laughs> you need a specific implant to get it, but I got the implant and the gun, so I'm like, this is going to be awesome. <laughs> It's going to be awesome. I also have a sniper rifle. Well, it's like a long-range rifle, not quite a sniper level, but you have to charge up the shots, but they can go through small cover. So guys hiding behind a crate, I just shoot them in the face through the crate. And the charge-up really <laughs> doesn't take that long. Oh, it's also set to non-lethal, too, so I shoot them in the face and they don't die. <laughs> That's hilarious. I, I, I got a... <laughs> So your phaser is just done. I, exactly. I got a mod that just changes all weapon damage to non-lethal. I'm like, okay, sure. <laughs> <laughs> there doesn't really seem to be a point. I haven't looked into like the trophies or achievements. There doesn't really seem to be a point to not killing people versus killing them. But like you have the option. When you're doing stealth takedowns, there's like a non-lethal takedown and a kill button. Again, I, it doesn't really seem to be a difference. I don't think they can get Woken back up. So, But, yeah. There was like occasionally the mission giver was like, don't kill this person. We need to study them, keep them alive. I'm like, all right, that's fine. I try to keep everyone alive anyway you know i've never gotten the mission that's like definitely kill this person <laughs> you know <laughs> <sighs> too fun too fun i did get a pretty interesting mission i'm back on cyberpunk but the mission was like i mean it was very much a stereotype of 
this kind of mission where the mission giver was like, we need you to deliver a package. And we're not going to tell you anything about what the package is. And we're not going to go through a normal company. So you get there and, oh, it's a person. What a surprise. Shocking no one. <laughs> yeah. And you have to sneak this guy. He's super wounded. You have to sneak him out of the enemy gang territory. We got spotted, so I tried to hide him and fight all the guys, but they killed him. So I just failed that mission. Oof. Oh, damn. Damn. Really? It was that simple? Dang. So I had to be careful on my next mission. Similar mission. Yeah. It's just the, the, the stakes feel raised because you can fail missions without an attempt to retry. And I know I could just save scum them, but I haven't done that. I've tried to play straight. You know? Trying to play straight. <clears throat> there you go. Yeah. Yeah. Damn, we got an hour of nothing. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Wrap this show up. What is next week? So next week's the 19th, and then the 20... Or wait, next week is what? The What is today? 13th. Today's the 13th. All right, we'll have to talk to Christian about our end-of-year plans. I think we're going to skip at least two weeks, maybe three, depending mm -hmm. on that, man. I'm always available, so I guess you and I could just play nonsense. Yeah. yeah. My, my cats are being cats right now. <gasps> Having two cats is great because it's double the fun and double the annoyance. Right, Nuggets? Right, Nuggets. Come on. All right. This has been episode 106 of the Beefy Boys Bud Club, and we'll see you, Knuckleheads, next week. See you. See you.